What's cracking everybody? My voice cracked. And uh, welcome to episode 248 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I am one of your hosts tonight, Arnell Pearson, alongside our baby boys, Good Kraken's very own DJ <laughs> DJ, what is happening, dog? How are you? I am chilling, man. Just a regular Tuesday. Um, I ordered. I tried to. I, I wanted to get a pop filter for this microphone. Mm. Mm. And the official, like, like the same brand pop filter that works with this, yeah, is sold out. So oh. I was like, you know what? Let me go get some cheaper. It arrives in the mail, and it doesn't fit this, even though it says it does. <laughs> Damn, like, dude, it barely that's... fits, and it smells really weird. And I have a, a weird thing with smells. I'm like, I no, man, no, I can't wash this thing. 100%, I can't dude. wash this thing, dude. I so I just what I, would you would you order it on? Like, Actually, Amazon. better better question. What was it sold out on? The right one. Um, like Amazon. Wasn't on. Okay, okay, yeah. What a fucking heartbreaker, that, man. Have you tried like Best yeah, Buy? Have you tried finding it on Best Buy or something? Uh no I haven't. I've oh yeah, just, Best like, Buy has a lot of first party crap for like streaming mm-hmm, mics these mm-hmm, days. Mm-hmm. What kind? Of, what kind of mic do you have? Uh, I just I just want one that that would be good with this because I don't want just HyperX. Oh, is it the HyperX? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, good choice. I know that's a pretty pretty fucking popular uh, this, microphone. Yeah, this is a Audio Technica twenty twenty. Oh, is it? Oh, oh, even yeah. better. Oh, Larry has the HyperX. Larry has a HyperX. Oh yeah, that's, that's they look similar. Yeah. Similar shape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it sounds good though. I mean, like, like Audio Technica is gonna be. Yeah, this is a USB choice. mic. Can you believe that? Yeah. Well, I mean, like even like Garrix, for example, like uh, the the yeah. Wave. Um, that's that's just a USB mic, and those are probably the best microphones we've heard. Because so like far this for... this one, this version of this that's XLR is also really really good. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. XLR or anything is gonna give you just a little bit better audio quality by yeah, default. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd I'd like I'd like to get Genesaw. Um. Uh, the next microphone uh, that we that we that we dish out, and then after that, let's get let's get DJ clubbed in because DJ sounds good. He sounds good. Like he sounds good enough that he can. Do yeah, it. I just I just pop, dude. Yeah, you pop. do. You do pop a bit. You do pop a bit, and I'm sure like you've heard it like on our episodes, like listening back and stuff. But, yeah, a little bit. Um, uh, uh, and it's something that like I'm hoping that like can be easily fixed the pop filter and you don't have to do like the fucking the screen kind because that shit's annoying uh <laughs> but um, wait, wait wait which one like the 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 attached screen like the the circle screen uh, like, that'd be that'd be obnoxious nobody likes those uh <laughs> not, wait, really those aren't good the 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 wave one well it's not that they're not good they do the job they're just obnoxious because it's like in your face like you like you you have to effectively treat them as sort of a like marker for how distant you are away from your microphone and so like Mm. it it takes away your natural impulse to like talk into your mic because you're just like you're fiddling you're fiddling with this big fucking circle in your face and it's annoying i fucking hate them oh oh yeah it doesn't attach straight on it just attacks to the the arm you're saying correct yeah those ones yeah yeah. Uh, like the one the one that like like garrick and devin have for like the waves um those are awesome those fucking work great um especially for what the wave does but for like a pop filter on like anything else like besides like Cause these are these are the ones that you want. This is the shit that you want, baby, right here. Like these mm-hmm. kind of like spongy, just slip it right over the top of like condom. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta pinch yeah. the top, and then you roll it on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Pinch the top, 
Roll it on. Roll it on. You roll it on. And then if you did accidentally the wrong side, I've heard you just flip it over, right? You just flip it over. <laughs> and then you, <laughs> you try again. That's what I've heard, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of flipping it over That's and trying again, we have... <laughs> my... <laughs> <laughs> my comrade in arms, Garrick Bartholomew Eaton. Garrick, how are you today? Uh, dude, I just want this fucking cough to go away, man. I'm yeah, over it's, it. It's been, a, it's been a few weeks, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's been like about a week now, maybe a little longer than that. I had bronchitis, mm. and it's like, it's going uh, away. Like, I can tell it's getting better, but it's like, it's like lingering, and it's just being a, being a hoe. Fuck you, yeah. cough. I hate when I get an infection on my bronchiosaurus, too. Yep. Bron bronchi brachio bronchio. Yeah. This is a type of nail yeah. on head there, brother. You got it. Ten out of ten. I'm uh, so proud of you, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I try real hard. I try real hard. <laughs> well, I mean, like, are you is your body like feeling better? Or is it like is it just the cough that's sort of left over? Or? Uh I still have some like <clears throat> pressure in my chest and definitely some shortness of breath, uh, which is irritating because I walk a lot for work. And I find myself like, you know, I, I definitely get to I've been getting to that point every day where like as I'm walking, I'm also coughing and there's nothing I can do about it because I have shit to do. Mm -hmm. So you're just hacking and, while walking around. <laughs> all this, yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. And so and of course, like I'm, I'm in a school building, so uh, uh, I'm fucking wearing a mask. So I'm not making like everybody else and their fucking mom sick. And I'm fucking up my glasses the whole time because. I'm coughing into a mask with dude. It's just a bad time because I can't see or do shit. And uh, also that we're just talking about school just reminded me. Um, oh, OK. Bro. These kindergartners this year, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're mother these motherfuckers, dude, they're feral. They're feral <laughs> kindergartners. Yeah, like, like the fuck. Like, no, Lord you don't flies, like Lord of the Flies, like Lord of the Flies style, or are we like almost like yeah. not quite Ooh. that bad, okay. but dude, they're just like they're they're feral. It's like herding cats. I found one in a display case in the hallway the other day. Hmm, in the display case for like and trophies and stuff behind the glass. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucked up. Yeah, dude. So you left him there, right? You left him there to fend for himself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we just figured yeah. they'd be part of the decor after a little while. Uh -huh. um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Lights out. <laughs> dude, but like, yeah, dude, honestly, this kid, like, I don't even understand how this particular kid is able to wander about the school as much as they are. But they Wait, can't. Hold dude. on. You're making it sound like this isn't the first time you found this kid somewhere he's not supposed to be. No, dude, Holy it's not. Shit. It's fucking not. I was, dude, I was walking around the building today because, like, uh, the office, the head office secretary was like, hey, can you go find one of the admin? Like, I have two students down here that are being, you know, fuckwits. I literally saw them and they were, in fact, being fuckwits and mm. they needed to be dealt with. And, and so what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you take him out. <laughs> yeah. They need to be No, we just needed admin so we can call home and shit. Mm. Um mm. because like they were they were call fiddle home. farting around. And yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And call yeah, exactly. And dude, and so they're like, hey, will you go find the admin? And I was just like, 
yeah, I got you. Be right back. And like, why is that? Why does school, that even sound ominous? The admin, like, it sounds like something like out of the Matrix, or it's like like the the admin well, is the first sign for it all your answers. Sounds this way. Because I am being professional and sure, using very vague, vague the, terms. The admin. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Refer, I'm not referring to anyone specific. Of course, of course, right? of course. So that's why it sounds ominous. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, it. Okay, continue. Sorry. But like, just to paint like a little bit of a picture, my school is kind of an L shaped, but like, imagine if like the bottom part of the L had like a fat ass. Okay. Okay. Mm, mm. Like so. An Wait, L hold on. Shape so like the, the L. So the L is like this, right? The L is like this. Uh -huh. Is this the fat ass, or is this the fat ass? That, that's the fat ass. So, now, so yeah. it's just a thicky L. Thick. There you go. So okay, it's a B? you've done it. No. Oh, yeah. I guess kind of that would be a B. <laughs> Damn, yeah, you're, as a dude. matter of fact, yeah, I didn't being, think about it that. I didn't think about being, it that way. Imagine being so thick, you're a different letter, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. So yeah, this, this, yeah. So yeah, from the inside, it's yeah, a hundred percent. It's a B. It don't look that way from the outside, but it, it's a B. Okay, anyway, okay, okay. But like, and so now the kindergarten, like the pod area where all the classrooms are housed for that grade, mm. is like at the tippy corner of the fat end of the of the L of the B, if you will. This this mm. corner. The Correct. Corner. Okay. Okay. Now the sixth grade pod where I randomly fucking found her was at the tippy top of the other part of the L and also upstairs. Right yes. <laughs> right, right. This, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this kid, I don't do, I don't even understand how this kindergartner got where they got. Like, were there and no, like, there's no teachers or anything wandering the halls at any point? That's what I'm like, fucking saying. I was just like, at what point did none of you people see the small human wandering about the school unsupervised and thought, yeah, that's where you're supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> nobody <laughs> like there's a whole Dude, there's a whole section of the school that they had to like stealth their way through to get to that other point a large section of the school and a flight of stairs oh, like, hear me out though right hear me out though right what if this kid isn't a kid what if this kid is something more you know what i mean like he Look, like nobody saw him because he wasn't to be seen it's been a this this kid in particular has been very interesting and I mm. um uh, mm. so uh, we'll keep, we'll follow this kid this year. We'll keep you updated. Okay, okay, okay. About this particular can we, kid. Can we, but can we give this? Can we give this kid a nickname? Can we give this kid a nickname? Mm. I feel like he's deserving because if we're going to be coming back and referring to him again, we need to That's identify true. this child. Uh, Xander says well, Chet. Xander says Chet. Um, I'm okay with Chet. Chet. Huh? I'm okay with Chet. We could, we could, as Pedro Pascal was once said, it can be better. It can be better. I, I think it can. I think chess not bad, but I think it can. I think it can be better. Let's see. <laughs> Drax says zip. <laughs> Drax says zip. I want. I want to say something cooler. I want to say something cooler. So. I do. I do. Ha I have something just that uh -huh. just kind of comes to mind because of the kid. Okay. Uh, 
So we're just going to call this kid Puddles. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Puddles. All right. Uh, quick backstory behind that, please. Uh, dude, it was honestly kind of a wholesome moment. But like the second day of school, this particular student was like outside in the playground. Dude, big field two different play areas lots of places to play where did this uh where did puddles decide to play the one and only wet spot on the entire field dude and and like it couldn't have been like more comedic timing because i was literally like i saw them and you know how like kindergartners are kind of built like tater tots <laughs> With cheese or no? He's not like raw. This particular kindergartner is with cheese, actually. Okay. All right. Okay. Sure. Like that. I'm picking up. You picking up what I'm putting down? Okay. Okay. Yeah. This particular kindergartner is built like a tot with cheese. Uh, bless their little heart. And so, like, they do that thing where they like squat to jump, but like they're so small already that their whole body's involved. It's like the big block guys in Mario. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, you saw, like, the preparation squat, and, like, I saw it from a distance while I was out of recess one day, and I was just like, wait, no. And, like, no sooner was I like, don't do that. Dude, like, literally, feet in puddle, the white kicks. Dude, I was fucking immediately upset. And then, dude, just this kid just whoop straight ass first into this this mud puddle bro oh no and i'm like second day of school and i'm just like i know we don't have a change of clothes for this kid so i walk over to this kid and i'm just like did you fall in the puddle and they're like yeah i really wanted to jump in the mud puddle because peppa pig likes to jump in the mud puddles wow and then they go and then they go but peppa pig is always wearing their boots when they're jumping in the mud puddles and I look mm-hmm. down at this kid and their muddy little white kicks and I go, were you wearing your boots today? And they go, no, I was wearing shoes, though. <laughs> but you guys at home are wearing your boots today because today we're talking finish them payday. But not today. I'm back and better than ever and much, much more, including puddles, because this is the good Kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that puddles wants to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturdays at 12 p.m i'm saying it mostly so i can remember the name because i feel like if i I, if i don't say it enough times to like calibrate that i'm gonna remember i'll remember a hundred percent just because i interact with this particular student like pretty frequently i just i just want to make sure that when you refer to him as puddles i'm not gonna have a moment like a month later and be like who the fuck is puddles what the fuck you know what i mean puddles uh, is interestingly enough i bet you i could probably have like at least a blip every other week I like that. I like that a lot. If you're riding this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive content, and soon have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea.
Yarg. But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record this show live right here at twitch.tv slash good show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. DJ. Prime Gaming. And Sign up now. would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you that are listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. Uh, Dracula in chat. Wait, so do, so do we, do, can we call it a puddle splash every time we get an update? Ooh, a puddle splash. I do like that. Puddle I do splash. like that. A we puddle could. splash. A little puddle splash. Uh, Garrett! An impromptu segment, if you will. What? We have some captain's orders, my friend. Guys, yeah. you can catch our most recent episode of the Good Kraken Podcast, a.k.a. me and Devin's top 10 Nicolas Cage movies. Um, over on youtube.com slash good crack and show okay. and your podcast real quick, real service quick. of choice yes i need to know number seven tell me number seven and number seven only which one made number seven ah uh, shit 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 i can't remember off the top of my head hold on i i can fix this i can fix this i can find out but only number seven because i don't want to spoil only, anything else just, only number just seven. seven uh i can just I can, seven sir, is I the can, t- as just to wet the palate i want to know where, where people where you people stand i can find out uh kick ass Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's mm-hmm. interesting. That's interesting. In that. That's I interesting. Totally Me too, that. which is why that's interesting. If you want to know what else is on the list, you got to go watch the episode. You sure exactly. have to. You sure do. You sure do. Uh, and yes, uh, please go check that out. Let us know uh, if you uh, fuck with Nicolas Cage and whether or not you agree with our list. There's there's some controversial takes. There's some controversial takes. Um, our lists always have those. Uh-huh. At least a couple, right? Like there's... Yeah, right. There, DJ, if you don't like the smell, Dude, I, I'm like doing everything I can to make this smell better, and it doesn't. It doesn't. I, I just went to smoke it in like water and soap, and it, and it didn't help. It didn't help. Like, no, what that's what fuck? I'm saying. Like, there's no just like. What it. is this thing made out of? Try it. try doing like a a. What like, if I put it on right now? Apple. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay, here. Let's try it. Let's try it. You're not pinching or rolling, dude. Yeah, fuck, man. You got to pinch it and roll. I put this thing on. I just told you. You got to pinch the tip and then you roll it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, pinch, yeah just roll. Do I need to go get tip. a banana? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean no, pinch and roll? Do, you're not actually pinching and rolling it. Put it on like a sock. Put it on like a sock, DJ. You were going the right direction. You just got to be careful. There you go. There you go. Put that on. Put that on there right you go. Just like that. Yeah. There you go. Uh huh. Dude, it's, uh-huh. it's still a little bit wet. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my God. That's yeah, what she said. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 uh, We're very into shipwreck energy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Oh, wait. Which, is it on? It, it, is it, it on? It is on. I mean, <laughs> we can hear you loud and clear, DJ. Can you hear us? It's popsicles. Good. It's a much better. It's a much better pop. It's a much better pop. Pops. What is? What about S's? Try it. Hiss. Yeah, that's much better. Say that hiss. Yeah, dude, this thing better. still smells. And I say fucking. See Bobby Billiken. Bobby Billiken. Yeah, that's a lot better. It's a lot better. Yeah, good choice. Okay. Good choice, man. Uh, okay. Guys, let's move into our next segment. Thank DJ, us. tell them what we're doing next. Well. 
or no, everybody mm. listening, watching, here, prepare yourself. This is hands on deck, baby. Putting the hands on the deck. All yeah. hands. Every yeah. hand hands. on deck. Yeah. On the deck right now. Guys, we have a couple of things that these gentlemen here have been playing. We're going to start out with our man, DJ, uh, who has sure. since last week been playing a lovely game. Uh, <laughs> it's lovely is the word for it. Uh, a lovely game. <clears throat> lovely game. Sunshine and rainbows. As Mortal Kombat 1. DJ, tell the folks at home about it. What what how, what has your experience been like with MK1 so far? Yep, yep, yep. Mortal Kombat 1, the soft reboot yet again for the series. Um, this time, the Mortal Kombat timeline has been reset with all your favorite characters, but this time made in Liu Kang's image. So uh, if you guys didn't know, uh, in Mortal Kombat 11... It's the canon ending. Spoilers is Liu Kang is he wins. He kills the keeper of time and then he becomes the keeper of time. And then <clears throat> this game is based off of what he molded into this new timeline. Hmm. And, okay. you know, okay. so we have a, a cast of recurring characters that are different now. They're made in Liu Kang's image. So their story is um, slightly different. And some characters even kind of change uh some characters are good uh or mostly every character created in Liu Kang's image is supposed to be good and if they're not good in previous games they're kind of made obsolete ah, um, okay. if that makes sense within the world um but yeah this this is another another Mortal Kombat game uh but the visuals here are insane uh, this game looks really good. I, I play this on so PC. Good. It looks so good. Um, <laughs> and it it looks really, really, really nice. And it's very smooth. I uh, I do have to say, um, playing through the story, uh, there's these like seamless transitions between cutscene to fights. Oh, um, okay, okay. But that's <clears throat> I don't know if it's just my SSD or if it's just a thing with PC. But you'll see, um, you'll see like a little loading coin token at the bottom uh, during these cutscenes, and uh, they'll kind of load as the game's going on, and so like the subtitles kind of lag behind. Um, and sometimes even uh, if the game, the next fight needs extra time to load, it'll even just go to a black loading screen, and then you'll transition to the fight. Hmm. Um, hmm. I don't know if this is a problem on PS5 or Xbox Series S. Uh, from the like, from the looks of it, I've seen gameplay. It looks pretty smooth. Like it's just actual, just smooth transition. Like just it loads smoothly. I don't, I don't know if it's just my system uh, or my SSD, but uh, it, it was a, it was prevalent in mine. Some like it would sometimes be smooth, but then sometimes it would like freeze to load, like go black screen to load, and then it'll come back. Uh, so it kind of it kind of broke up the the pacing a little bit for me. Um, the story, however, is really good. I did not expect uh, the direction the story was going to go. I didn't I didn't expect how uh, NetherRealm Studios was going to present this new timeline. I thought maybe it was just like a real hard reset, and 
um, you know, you will just see the world open up as this new timeline. But I will say that there are implications in the story that tie into previous uh, timelines, including games like way back. Um, so, sorry, Twitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said sorry, Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, but you don't need to play the earlier ones to, to uh, understand. You can actually just play this solo. Uh, they kind of explain a lot of things, and the way the story is presented, it you can kind of understand and get the context of what's going on without having to know, uh, with having, without having played the previous uh, installments. Okay. So, uh, but it's a fighting game, and you want to know about how it feels to fight. Um, but yeah, or no? But before you do, have you ran credits on the story yet? Yes, I have completed it. Okay. And okay. I, I've okay. gone to. Uh, there's an end game actually. Um, this replaces the MK11 collection uh, mode, uh, which in, in MK11 you uh, pilot, like you basically control this uh, unnamed character uh, in into um, Shang Tsung's temple, okay. and you like unlock chests for collectibles and you know go through a set like this is kind of a separate mode uh, and adds a little bit of lore and stuff like that. Uh, in this one, the mode is Invasion. Um, I'm not going to get into it uh, because it does spoil the end of the game. Okay. okay. But um, but it is, it is uh, from what I can tell, this is how they're going to do seasonal content for the game. Um, and uh, it's a great way for you to level up your character and, um, like, you level up your different characters and uh experience the game uh post story uh uh with the fighting the fighting feels really good i'm not a big mk guy uh i'm more of a tekken guy but i do enjoy the uh characters in mortal Kombat. and this fighting feels fluid feels very fluid i, I could pick it up just like that like it, it it doesn't it doesn't feel jarring to learn some of the moves um uh, I think Mortal Kombat in general has always been more accessible, especially the the, the recent releases of the games. I think it's more accessible. The, for returning Mortal Kombat players, this might feel a little slower than MK11. It does. It does. Yeah. Um, but I think um, if you're really good at the game and you know your combos, you know your strings, or once you start learning them, I think the game, like the fights, pick up pace when you when you start uh, when you learn those things. Um, if you are not a big fighting game person, uh, it might feel slow because, uh, especially during the story, because sometimes uh, the characters you control won't have all of their moves. Um, but uh, when you when you get to uh, these fighters uh, and you learn their moves, it, it it might feel slow, but it's also rewarding learning like their special moves, and you can still chain together a few good combos, uh, button mashing. So. Um, the combat feels really, really nice. Uh, I enjoy it a ton. Even playing like different characters I wouldn't expect to like, like uh, Smoke. I didn't expect to like Smoke that much, mm -hmm. but I he is kind of like the meta right now in the online play. Like he's he, he's he feels really, really, he feels really, really good. good, dude. Like his his combo feels really, really well good. Uh, uh, returning character Lee May 
Lee May feels really fun to play. God, um, I get my ass rocked by her like a lot. Really? <laughs> yeah, it, she it, fucks me up real hard. It, it, she's 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 really fun, and the effects, the effects, and like the sounds, like during these fights, it feels visceral, feels guttural, and it it just it feels nice to play, and I don't feel any frame dips or anything uh, with single player content in the campaign uh, and well I'll get to online in a second but overall like with the story and campaign and the evasion mode this feels really really good and I, I, I find myself thinking about playing it uh, outside of of uh, outside of the computer so mm, okay okay yeah and, okay. and, and the game hasn't and a fighting game hasn't made me do that since like Tekken um, Tekken 7 so this is getting a lot of a high praise for me. However, the online play is a struggle. Just as toxic uh, as ever. <laughs> it, it's not as to- toxic. It's I think it's more the performance of online play. Mm, you get a lot okay. of frame dips and lag. Mm, um, mm. This is the problem with, uh, I mean, it's like a kind of a recurring problem with a lot of fighting games. It's a lot of people. since it, it, It's more of a accessible genre of video games. You know, a lot of people are on like worse internet connections. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but the game doesn't do a lot to mediate this. So, um, sometimes your inputs just go in like one second, two seconds late, hmm. and it just wow, almost that's feels a unplayable. Lot. That's yeah. Um, and I've hear from multiple other source, uh, other people on Twitter, uh, saying like, yeah, like that's that's what they're experiencing with some some of these fights and online's kind of unplayable. Um, so until they fix it, I don't know if they fixed it yet. I don't know if they, they in, it initiated like a hot fix or anything mm. um, or something with the servers, but it, it, it needs to be better. Um, but uh, if you don't like playing online, cause you know, you're going to get your ass beat. Uh, the campaign and invasion mode is, is more than enough. Uh and also, there's versus mode and, and 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 local battles, so you can, um, so you can you know if you wanted to battle your friends or something like that, it's also it's also there for you as well. Sure. sure. Um, but yeah, man, this is this is this is this is really this is surprisingly pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, fighting game players or FGC players are eating this year, or no. Uh, yeah, so I, I kind of just wanted to chime in just a little bit before I kind of like toss the ball to Garrick to kind of like field some questions. Um, I played probably two hours of it. Uh, not a lot, not enough to really like know a whole lot. And I definitely only scraped the campaign because um, my mm-hmm. attention was still so deep into Starfield at that point and then transitioning now to Cyberpunk. Like it's it's a lot, but uh I, I definitely experienced a lot of that smoothness that you're talking about, too. Like, the uh, the sound design is fucking stellar in this. Like, unbelievably stellar. The sound design's fucking cool in this game. Uh, what I want to ask you, though, is... I noticed that, like, you know, fighting games have kind of been coming more into their own as far as bringing back a lot of arcade-style um, stuff that was beloved way back in the day and even up to, you know, somewhat relatively recently. I saw in the trailer and have heard from people that they brought back a lot of mini games and like 
things like that that used to be pretty big you know key mortal combat classics have you got a chance to yeah. play dink around with those have you like done tower mode yeah, at all? Yeah. Like, uh, in the story um of course like the the test your might stuff um yeah. is back uh even incorporated into the story so uh instead of like some quick time events or they're replaced with uh or where you would think there'd be a quick time event it's replaced with test your might i mean it's basically qt yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but it's still <clears throat> it's still there and the invasion mode i was talking about it it works like mario party in the sense that there's just you travel per node Oh, you know we did I mean? see that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, so there's you travel per node, and basically there's like battles. There's either a battle at each node or a chest, or even full on towers, um, uh, with MK towers. Which I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with those. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 So, so you know, it could be different, like like four or five battles you can do, and basically it's just there to you know collect gold to um to continue on with this like invasion story and also uh just level up your character and you can also uh switch uh characters before you fight as well oh okay so you can choose you choose one fighter and a cameo and you could choose and uh also i believe it affects some fights um and some uh different like mini games if you have like a blood character or whatever you get more resistances to it i i haven't explored it too much but um it's very interesting little concept and also um once you get through more to the invasion uh like through these different maps in these nodes you can also uh after a battle you could also fight a secret battle like some secret battles show up and there's also uh uh um there's also ambushes. So, like, as you're traveling through the nodes, you could also get ambushed. Uh, and you, the, another fight will ensue. And uh, it it's fun. I, I enjoy it. Okay. Good to know, man. Uh, Gary, we've probably got time for one big question that you might got. Yeah, man. Um, I think it's, like, an important question to ask with any fighter. But how's the roster? The roster is is pretty good uh it's not i don't I think it's as loaded i agree yeah, as yeah as like other fighters like street fighter or, or tekken uh or street fighters not too too loaded but you know it's it's big enough uh but uh mortal kombat's roster is pretty pretty solid um i find myself looking at, at most of the characters and seeing like uh i don't see any character that i don't like if that makes sense. Yeah. Like there's yeah. always a, a, a some characters in fighting games that you just you just you're like I would not go for that at all. It is like you look at it as like that doesn't seem fun to play. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I can see with every fighter that like like some fighters like they'll I'll be like their fighting style is not for me, but I can see that being fun for somebody. That's me with you Baraka. know what I mean. <laughs> Fucking hate. Baraka. Yeah. Like I, I can see. <laughs> that being fun for somebody and i won't like discount them for playing that you know what i mean yeah okay. uh the the full roster is pretty pretty solid um uh, do like, you uh, ashra is is nuts oh sorry sorry i don't what? don't mean to interrupt do you unlock more characters via the campaign uh no actually <clears throat> hmm. all all characters are, are um 
given open roster. Actually, actually no. Because you start with I like forgot. two Yes, you do. Basically. So you okay, okay. So <clears throat> I think you unlock the ability to customize them through the campaign. Oh, I think. Right. I think so. I think it's open roster to like you know you can play outside the campaign and you try the whole the whole the whole roster. Okay. But I think uh, there's like a there's a little bit of character customization and and they were grayed out for me in the beginning and then I played the story and then they were there. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing that once you get through the story and you find these characters, you'll be able to customize them. I'm not sure though. Don't quote me on that. Sure, I, I don't sure. exactly remember. Does that does that include um, the cameo characters? I didn't check the cameo list when mm, I wanted to okay, watch. Okay. Okay. But the there's a large there's a large portion that are locked for me still after being the campaign. So I think those are just the deluxe edition. Potentially, game. yeah, potentially, yeah. yeah. I, I just so, didn't, I didn't know because uh, the ones that are locked for me are, are like Scorpion and Sub Zero and and stuff that like people that already show up in the game. If that makes sense. Sure, sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, DJ, do you have a final score for this? I mean, you've ran credits. I, I assume that you played a good amount. Uh, of this game now to kind of have a full fledged mm-hmm. opinion on it as our lead reviewer. What are you giving this? Uh, I was bouncing in between eight point five to nine, but I think I'm going to give it the nine. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think the <clears throat> online play not working as intended or just not as polished as I would like uh, kind of knocks it down. But I know for a fact that it's going to get better um, because you know NetherRealm Studios usually listens to their their audience base and and will work to fix that. But everything else in the game works perfectly fine. And uh, besides that, that loading screen issue I was talking about, but it didn't break the game experience for me. Sure, it just sure. took a second longer to load. Yeah. And didn't seem as seamless as they wanted to present it as. Okay. Um, and yeah, it, it runs really nice. I, I played this game on high, didn't have any frame rate issues, uh, besides like some cutscenes. Uh, there's some cutscenes at the end, I think they were just rendered in 30 frames per second. And. Uh, it just got a little tricky because there's a lot of moving parts and stuff sure, on the screen. Sure. The ending's kind of pretty big. Uh, so you'll notice that uh, if you're on PC, I can't speak for console. I think console is probably the smoothest experience. I think if you it were was, to play It the was game. pretty smooth for the little bit amount of time that I played. Cause I mean, even those like transitions, like when you're like, you go from picking the characters yeah, you don't, to the you don't, map. You didn't get any, you didn't get any it, like black loading screen. And then like, no, like they, no, it would, okay. it would like, it would have a second where, cause when, when you, when you pick the map, the characters clash and then they have a moment to like say something to each other. Mm-hmm. And then it fluidly seamlessly yeah. goes into the beginning yeah, let, of the fight. Let me, yeah. That, I mean, that works. That still works for me. I think, okay. uh, the, but it's probably the campaign like the story, then, that that's the really that. yeah. transitions. Okay. Let me know uh, when you when you start the campaign. Let me know like if if those pop up for you. If they don't, then sure. then sure. that means it's just a, a me thing and not a game thing. Yeah, no, I, I was, the story is really good. The narratives were good. Um, the characters you meet again have really funny dialogue and really really witty and, and really good. Besides Megan Fox. <laughs> <laughs> um, as the tar, uh, she yeah. has like one good line, and I was like, "Wow, she can, she can do it." But um, she's got it in her. She's really got it in her, but not all the yeah. time, unfortunately. Yeah. So I, I'll give this Mortal Kombat one a nine out of ten. 
There you go, folks. There you go. Nine out of ten from uh, from Good Kraken. Officially, Mortal Kombat one. Now we're gonna move straight into the game that Garrick and technically Xander have been playing. Um, but Garrick here as our lead reviewer. I've also played. Oh, and you played too. Okay, great. So that's. Yeah, I think be... everybody, uh, quite a few people, have played a little bit of this. Wow, I'm really the left out one, huh? Okay, uh, Garrick and DJ and Xander and apparently Devin and Genesee and Raven <laughs> have all been playing a game and Gio called. And... <laughs> yeah, and Gio, yeah. Uh, Payday Three. Payday Three uh, is what Garrick's going to be talking about. Garrick, take us off, my boy. What are uh, the thoughts on Payday Three? Hey, day three. All right. So uh, basically the plot of this. So I will tell you guys up front right now. Uh, this is my first payday game I've ever played. I've never played another payday game. Okay. Uh, I know it's a popular franchise. I know how beloved payday two is. Um, but I am just kind of reviewing this from like a really fresh outside perspective. So if some of my takes are weird, it's because I don't have uh, the history of the franchise to uh to play anything off of so i apologize for that in advance okay uh, if that upsets you i don't care um <laughs> sure but anyways <laughs> <I like that. laughs> payday three um from what i understand basically uh following the events of payday three two your crew retired your crew is coming out of retirement here and uh you are getting back into the heist game uh there are this version of payday three features eight heists available from the uh from the from the jump on several different difficulties and you can play single player with bots uh make a private lobby with uh one two one up to four friends and uh play it with randoms up to your heart's content with full cross play when the servers are working oh Um, boy okay (laughs) so which i will get to in a second uh, but first, we'll talk about the gameplay loop. So essentially, you are doing in, you're you're stealing the money and pew pew and police officers a whole lot. That's basically the long and short of this game. And you're you're using all of this money to buy firearms and upgrade firearms and then buy new masks to hide your identity to go steal more money and pew pew more police officers. And hey, the, Cap, rent- baby. Rinse and repeat. That's the whole game. That's the whole game. And uh, yeah, so basically the first mission starts you off with like a pretty much you're like a broad daylight. You're robbing a bank um, and you are kind of like you're stealthing through the mission and the game presents itself. It's like, okay, you go into case mode and like you and your crew drop into the level. You are figuring out what what the fuck's going on. Okay, how are we approaching this? What's our objective? How are we tackling this? What's going to be our line of approach, et cetera, et cetera um you are then you know kind of taking the steps to like basically like break down the security of whatever you're doing to be able to get into the vault or behind the glass door etc to access the cash all while trying to keep your presence from the police officers on the dl for as long as possible shit will go sideways it's not like it if it it's a when shit will go sideways and at that point you are trying to bag the cash as hectically as possible keep you and your crew alive while fighting like just waves and waves of police officers it's getting progressively more crazy and like you the and then you start getting you know of course like these like outlandish like swat style cops that have like ridiculous abilities and stuff like cloaking tech and all that sort of thing wow okay and it gets chaotic and fun. Um, and it, honestly, the gameplay loop is very simple. 
Um, from what I understand, this has less heists available. Uh, Payday 2 had 13 from the start. This only has eight uh, the, from the three that I've experienced thus far. Uh, you can, uh, I've had a great number, a great deal of fun, like even rerunning the heist from different perspectives, just to, you know, up my cash flow and earn new weapons and like level up and stuff. Mm. Uh, I'm just having fun, just kind of approaching the game. It's chaotic, it's fun. Uh, you're kind of like live firing with your team, especially when you've got. Uh, a group of four friends together and you guys are actively trying to like you know like kind of kind of role playing it a little bit you're like all right we need to take care of the next objective and like all right like uh like we did one example like we took on the bank mission and uh, i walked into the bank and we started casing the joint and i start like running around and i'm closing all of the blinds to the outside of the bank like that's what I, I just started. I don't have to do that at all. I just started doing it, right? Like I'm just cool. setting yeah, the mood, right, right. but it's cool, right? <laughs> and so like I'm setting the thing, and then you know, uh, uh, eventually like we get caught, and like you mask up, dude, and you just start shouting at everybody, and like you can take the civilians as hostage, and you're like, get on the fucking ground, bro, and everybody shut the fuck up, and nothing bad has to happen to any of you guys. You get oh, all the civilians on hero. the ground. Yeah, like nobody be a freaking here exactly, and like your characters are shouting like any of any heist movie dialogue you could possibly imagine is occurring right now, right? Okay. And like it really does do a good job of setting the tone. Now I will say the AI is dumb as hell. It is really, uh, especially on like the base difficulty of the game, it's really easy to kind of meander around that bank and get around the security guards and kind of make your way through it with pretty much very little ease. The cameras are a much more threat than the personnel. Um, hmm. I can't speak to, uh, to to later difficulties, but like definitely early on and with my experience with the, with some of the uh, the the passive AI, especially during the non-combat moments when you're trying to like remain stealthy and stuff, it feels pretty easy to do that until you're like literally trying to swipe a card off the ass crack of a security dude and he turns around and he's right there then you get caught but otherwise you feel like you're pretty much free free to roam the building uh so i will say uh, the ai did feel pretty dim uh up uh from the on the stealth end of the gameplay approach um the the police officers will fuck you up though especially when you start getting into the later waves and like you're starting to get some of the special police officers they will like box you in and won't let you let you escape they'll pin you in with riot shields a cloaker, snipers outside yeah, as well snipers will like they'll start taking out windows and they will actively fire at you from the outside of the building to the inside there are these uh like cloaker guys that will literally they will run oh, up dude. to you and they will fucking do they will literally take you out at the knees and then just molly whop you to death or they do like this roundhouse kick into your head and you knock you out instantly yeah dude and like and they just start taking you down and they uh, make the worst sound it's like 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 this it's higher yeah. pitch, like <laughs> oh dude it's it's so stressful because like it's especially scary. if they get you from behind you're like oh shit there's a fucking cloaker everybody fucking don't hurt me bro like i'll surrender god i'll go peacefully shit Get off me. 
so that part is great. Um, and essentially, like you, like like I said, like you're completing your heist, you're getting uh, X amount of cash based off of how many civilians you were able to successfully keep alive because you're not trying to. We're not going on a murder spree here. Uh, the funny thing is, though, is if you kill a civilian, you're the only motherfucker that pays for it. Your crew doesn't. It's true bank heist like oh, wow. rules. Wow. So like, if you kill a civilian, you pay the key the cleanup fee for the said civilian. It doesn't come out of any of your party members' dues. So if you want to be that yeah, asshole, you can, you're not you're not screwing your crew over for just being that guy. That kind of sucks to me in a weird way. That kind of sucks, DJ. DJ. Uh, I was gonna say, like, also with the civilians, you can take them hostage, and um, there are so the police come in waves, so mm-hmm. you don't just trickle in. And so there is like this little grace period before they uh, before they attack, and they'll let you know. So you can actually trade hostages for time. Yeah, you can trade oh, hostages after time, or, okay. or cool. you can also trade for resources. So let's say yep. if you spent all your health packs and your ammo packs, you can actually trade hostages for more health and they'll they'll drop health for you okay. and uh okay. and stuff like that yeah. also uh i was gonna say um so these heists play out two different ways actually so if you f- you can fully stealth that first bank heist i know that for a yeah fact. of course yeah fully that stealth. first one absolutely yes fully stealth that if you fully stealth it you have no problems it doesn't get hectic like you feel like you just pull out like an ocean's 11 dude you just fucking uh-huh. you get the shit you get the fuck out <laughs> but if you do get caught, that's when shit turns to eleven because now you got to get thermite to burn through the through the uh, vault instead of just like finding the executive and like have him like fucking handprint and press the press the code in. So now you got to like find thermite bags and then set the whole thing up whilst police are coming in and snipers are setting up, and then you got to like high like you got to trek it like uh, like heat style like down the street to the van. And, and like throw bags of money to each other like some type of fucking this buddy sounds system so fucking shit. cool this sounds so fucking yeah. cool, dude like i'm it's, like it's great it's great that's why i was so excited when i was like it's coming to game pass i was when you announced it you guys are ah oh, dude it looks it looks bad i'm like dude, dude, you guys don't understand bad, <laughs> you guys don't understand how this game works it doesn't it doesn't matter about the visuals it's matter about the, the loop yeah so my, my, the visuals Go ahead. Go ahead no, I, I was just gonna say my 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 upsetness here though is that just like and I guess this kind of like leads into a question for either of you here. There's a fucking plethora of games I'm playing right now. What about this how, will will pull me to play it over Cyberpunk right now, over Starfield right now, over Mortal Kombat One right now? Like, is this a game worth playing for me right now? With uh, the boys, yes. It, with the boys, absolutely. God if you can it. get God a group. It. God fucking damn look, it. All right, all right, look, okay. All right, all right. I This game, we <clears throat> have had so much fun with this game when it has been completely functional. I have successfully been able to get two full groups together, and we have played for multiple hours without anybody leaving. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. And I mean, I'm, Xander and chat says it like, is this, is this a splash damage game? Is this a splash damage game? Yeah, like, for sure. Dude. 100%. Especially okay. because I know the kind of gamer that you are and how you approach these particular kinds of game. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's, it does, it's missing some of like the tax shooter things like peaking sure. and that sort of stuff. 
but everything else like you can kind of you can get your role play on dude like you're yeah, on like the comms. movie heat dude it's it's yeah. literally the movie. you're literally yeah, dude you yeah. you you can you can yes. gather up the hostages shove them all in a room so like everybody is safe and out of the way so you're not going to be accidentally offing them you can kind of prep yourself dude you you get the thermite you everybody gets into position you start seeing the snipers roll in you're like all right i got the stairwell and you're like i got like they're like oh shit they're coming in through the fucking roof dude and then like you're start you start hearing shots pop off and then like the elevator door dings dude and you just yeet a fucking grenade through the open door and just like off four cops on the spot and you're just like open fire open fire and then everybody just starts letting loose dude and it's just insane and then like literally you're like watching the thermite the cops are sneaking around you pulling the fire alarm to try to douse your thermite going through you're out in the thing you're like watching the thermite the thermite drops through dude and then you and then and then and it's then game the on the and then they send the dozer coming. in dude they start sending in riot shields and shit and you're dropping into the vault from this hole in the ceiling and you're like all right everybody you're like you, you one dude's picking the lock on the vault door and then everyone's popping the rest of these police officers as they're coming in you're like bop, 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 and you wait for it to settle down after you've picked the lock and you're like all right everybody pick a bag everybody pick your stack i'm gonna open the door we have 15 seconds to disarm these die packs or the cash is fucked everybody three two one go you literally yeah. you disarm the bike the the, the die packs dude and you're like bag the cash bag the cash and then you're literally bagging the cash and you like make a train dude you throw it to your homies everybody's walking the cash outside you're like book it to the alley to the alley dude you get to the alley the cops throw the pole arts up dude and now you got to disarm the pole arms so your escape van can show up right so your escape van can show up so you can load in and get the fuck out of there, dude. And you're loading the cash in, popping freaking dudes. And then that doesn't even talk about the second mission, which is an armored vehicle that you're attaching and you're like literally disarming it and drilling into it from the underside to access like rare material, like dude components and shit. It's wild, dog. Yeah. Now, I will say gameplay loop. Amazing. Incredible. Super fun. I, honestly, I've had so much fun when this game is for working. I would forgo cyberpunk this evening to play with you gentlemen after the show. I will yeah. say, though. Full stop. Yes, there has been a singular moment every time I have tried to play this fucking game when the matchmaking breaks for hours at a time oof okay and yeah. i don't mean like you can't like it like dude like invites aren't going getting posted to the they're not getting pushed through xbox notifications they're not getting pushed in game you physically cannot even join a lobby all because starbreeze chose this and this is what they're claiming uh, chose to use a third-party uh, matchmaking system, and just before the game released, the matchmaking third-party company pushed an update that fucked their shit. Now, the last two times I have played, seems have been stable. I have okay. had less issues, no problems. It's been like now. I will say, we all tried to get, we all tried to do a match last night, and the matchmaking broke while we were trying to queue up. Okay. 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 So, and this is happening consistently, and like, but it it was happening consistently, and it's happened almost every day since the game released. Mm. Like, and like, and like I said, we're talking hours. 
right? And so this released on the 21st. So it's been out one, two, three, four, five, six days. It's been out six days. And most players have refunded the game. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. DJ. Yeah, and it's a big issue because um, even... So this game is all online. There is you can play solo, but it's in a still, private you have lobby. To match make it is into a private lobby. You have stuff. to match make into a private lobby, and and when the servers are down, you can't even do that. So this when the servers are down, this game is literally unplayable. Absolutely, that's um, rough. Okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah. and the, it creates a very the, bad community state uh, at yeah. launch, especially given how popular the second game is like at this point the player base is kind of of the mindset they're like if you don't fix this we're just gonna go back to the other fucking game right rightfully so honestly sure we can think we got this on game pass and not steam like i would have refunded this game too for that Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Right. And like, absolutely. yeah, it's been it's been like the fact that it's an online only game. And like, honestly, the server issues really have been my biggest complaint. But like, no joke, like I will assemble a squad full party and then we will like fight for a half an hour to do a single heist because like somebody's not receiving a party invite or the matchmaking is taking God awful long to queue or somebody gets kicked while we're loading in. Or just any number or of the things. crossplay is not working, or the crossplay stops functioning, and you literally have to like to get it to work. You have to disable it and then re-enable it, and like there's just it's any number of things, but it all comes back to its all online state and the servers being third party, and it just was kind of a dumb dumb choice in my personal opinion, um, and it really hurt what the game uh, is. The gameplay loop is incredible. I really really like playing this game even just dude everything i just told you was just from the first mission yeah all i did really? was hype yeah, up that was the, one heist, all i right? did was hype up the first mission to you i sold you on the first mission the second mission is like it's like a it's like a brooklyn bridge like construction site where it's like all shut down and like an armored truck rolls through and you like disable it with an emp and escort it to a drill and then break into it and like and then load your freaking cash onto a damp chopper dude yeah it gets like the highs get better and better the more like the 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 next one you do jewelry stores high-end clubs yeah that's bonkers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's also bonkers is thankfully in the year of our Lord, 2023, I have successfully started my download of Payday 3. <laughs> oh, wow. Go. <laughs> yeah, through wow. via the phone. Via the phone. Let's, let's fucking, let's fucking go, good. baby boys. Let's fucking go. Garrick, uh, your score of Payday 3, my friend. When everything is functioning really, really well and the game is just doing what it's supposed to, uh, the game's graphics are not next gen. I will say that. Like when you walk up to those security guards, you're like, "What's up, Xbox 360 model? They haven't changed in a while, right?" <laughs> like it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't look awesome, right? But the gunplay feels snappy and good. The audio is great, which I feel is a, honestly a little bit more important in a heist game like this. Like it, it plays out really well. Um, but the servers have 
had incredible issues, incredible issues to the point where like people literally. So many of the majority of the individuals that have purchased this game have uh, decided to refund it. And uh, Starbreeze has respected that decision because even they're just like, yeah, we understand, guys. This is not where we wanted to be either. But this is unfortunately kind of what happened and where we're at. Uh, just because of like the server issues being as impactful to an online only game as there are, it's really going to hurt it for me. Uh, and I think this is going to give it like a seven, five out of ten. Gameplay loop is incredible, but those servers have to be stable or it's literally just a fucking it's just 32 gigabytes on your hard drive doing fucking nothing yeah okay mm-hmm. okay well uh for our lead reviewer garrick uh, that is a seven five out of ten uh from our boy dj what would you give it uh if when everything's working dude this is easily a five okay this is, this is okay when it's when it's working i i agree with with uh Garrett in this score seven five seems yeah when it's working I definitely agree like everything smooth sailing like if it if it would have launched with the stability I played it out the other day a five all the way but like the fact that it's taken them like almost a whole week to even make the like let most players like even get into the first mission of the game that shit's unacceptable yeah totally reasonable well boys thank you i appreciate you guys i'm excited to play this game with you guys at some point or another i don't know if i can do it tonight yet um but at the very least tomorrow we'll for get sure. to it tomorrow for we'll sure get to I'm it. fucking I'm yeah fucking, for sure fucking down baby boys well gentlemen uh let's go ahead and move into our headlining segment here uh garrett could you please tell the people at home what we have rolling in next absolutely look shit's about to get real about to get intense the conversations will be happening hmm so you better protect your neck, because we're headed to the gallows. Gallows. The gallows. Gentlemen, today for the gallows, our headlining segment tonight, we are talking the video game comeback conversation, boys. The revival, if you will. Uh, we are in, right now, um, a very interesting situation uh, this week uh if if you will uh and leading into tonight technically um well today what have you um where we have a game that is making quite a big splash um for it is its return uh to people's hearts if you will uh cyberpunk 2.0 uh the 2.0 update has released and it is unreal <laughs> like how good of an update this is uh they effectively changed almost the entire fucking game um short of the actual quest line and even some of that they fucking changed uh it looks yep. better it feels better it has new systems uh has new story beats um it has new vehicles the way npcs interact like the fucking plethora the list goes on this game is different now And this isn't the first time that we've seen this happen. We've seen this happen with No Man's Sky. We've seen this happen with Fallout 76. Uh, There's there's many, many games that we've seen come out, not quite be what we were hoping it would. And then quite some time later, not immediately, but quite some time later, it has picked up to a point where it's just done this complete 180 and has done everything it could to impress us nonetheless. Um, with that said, to open up the platform for you two gentlemen here, um, to start out here with DJ, I want to ask you, my friend, 
Um, obviously, okay. we've been playing Cyberpunk. You know what I'm saying, doggy dog? We've yeah, been playing. Sure. We've been playing some for Cyberpunk sure. 2077. Dog, I'll tell you what. Um, obviously, this is the game that we wanted when the game came out. Do you feel that you give the game forgiveness now? And I know it's hard for us because we genuinely enjoyed this game on release. We did, but it wasn't perfect. Do you forgive mm. this game? Do you forgive Cyber, not Cyberpunk, CD Projekt Red for their trespasses on release of this title? Man, this is a tough one because I think, I think that I can forgive I can I can forgive, but I'm not forgetting it. I'm not forgetting the the shit that they did. Sure, because it is unacceptable. You know what I mean? Like that's just just there's people who never touch this game ever again yeah. because of what they had to experience at launch. And luckily, I was one of the people that had very clean run through the game first time around. Um. And I played. I, I had it on the SSD, so I didn't have an, a lot of the issues that other people had playing. But the game was advertised for last gen. I'm pretty sure, right? La mm -hmm. Last gen being PS4 and partially. And yeah, like that. I mean, like they were yeah. they were seemingly pretty clear after release, immediately after release of, hey, you're not going to have a good time on this on the last gen consoles. Yeah, yeah. and you know, I wish. I think that opens the conversation up a bit with this revival thing. Because although I'm glad that these games that we that you mentioned uh, got their shine like they, they, they wanted, uh, we keep having this this common this common topic come up when whenever this happens. It's like, man, if the we always say if the game was like this on release. We've said that many a times. If the game was like this on release, if the game launched like this, it would be it would have won game of the year. You know what I mean? Mm. Or it would have been amazing. It would have been probably the best game that year. You know what I mean? Like we keep having this conversation, and I don't think it's it, we need to highlight it more because the game should have launched like this. This is what we were supposed to get. What was advertised to us ten years ago? Yes, uh, because that's how long they've been hyping this game up for 10 years and even when we got to the date it just didn't deliver and i i don't know what quotas developers have to meet or or, or something i don't know if it's like a publisher thing i don't know if it's the executive decision but i'm pretty sure if cyberpunk got the time that they needed to let this thing cook in the oven a little bit more i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure we wouldn't be having this discussion at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, at least about cyberpunk because you know, it, we, it's just all, all of these games are just coming out incomplete. Like they need an extra year or two even, um, because games are getting bigger and better. And like, we can't just keep churning out triple A games every year. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I feel like, and and I and I, I feel like some developers would say like the pressure is on from the consumer, but I think I would respect a development studio more if they said, "Hey, we need another year or two to let this cook." You know what I mean? 
Well, because that- remember, they delayed Cyberpunk. They did. Yes, they did. They did. And even with that delay, just like six months, right? It was like half a year. Mm-hmm. It still came out a buggy mess. So I, I can't even imagine what it would have been like if they released it when they promised they did. You know? Yeah. And, and the tough part, It would have been way worse. The tough part, too, is that, like, we... We uh, we can't even like blame the devs for this, really, honestly, because this isn't this wasn't really a dev problem. It was a publisher problem. Um, I mean, like like we yeah. we see like the big top notch heads of these development companies, these studios, saying we need to get this out. We need to get this out. We need to get this out for X reason, whatever it is. I don't know. I'd like to be a fly, you know, on the wall in those meetings to find out fucking why. But them being so pushy about rolling this thing out and then asking for forgiveness later seems very, I don't know, I guess distasteful is the best word I can come, come up with because it's, it's like this weird sort of catch 22 situation where they're like wanting to roll this game out ASAP as quick as possible. Don't worry about shit right now. We need to get this out and get it onto shelves because we need to make the money. Not realizing that they're not going to make money off of it if it's not the product that they're promising. And I just don't understand the thought process <laughs> behind it. I you think know? It, it's. I think it's the whole system. The, the the whole system itself. Like, if we think about it, like, let's look at think about it from a business perspective. Like, you have investors, right? And those investors meet with the CEOs of whatever publishing company. And yeah, they're, yeah. They're like, I'm losing money, man. I bought shares. Like, all my shares are going down. Yeah. Do something about it. CEO's like, all right, I'll do something about it. He heads over to his executives. His executive's like, we got to do something about it, dude. The fucking mm-hmm. yeah. investors are on my And they go, all right, I guess we'll do and something. And they're about like, it. all right, uh, I guess we do some budget cuts. I guess we lay off some people. I guess we push the game forward. Uh, uh, tell, tell the development team to make a trailer. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like create some buzz and, and it's just, it, it sucks. Cause I know, cause like gaming is such an art form. And I know a lot of developers just want us to play their games. Like they, you know, uh, it's, I'm not going to say it's like an honest industry. I, I know there's people in there just for the, the, the check, but most of, most developers really want us to experience like some new, of course, some new shit and play, yeah. play games. But, you know, I think the industry as a whole just needs to change up or something. Because what these game revivals tell me is that these executives and CEOs and these investors, they want, they they don't care anymore about if the game does well because eventually they can just patch it up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Eventually you, you can just release a game in a broken state and be like, oh, whoops. Uh, we'll work on it, and then, and then the it'll take a year or two, and now the game's in a playable state, and then people return, and then they eventually get their their ROIs in sorted and shit like that. Yeah. You know, and then and then ten years later, the game will be playable according to some studios. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it is it is interesting. Yeah, and I, and I I definitely riding in that same boat with you there. It's it's pretty disheartening um garrick my question to you my friend in relation to that do you see it getting better or worse uh, worse yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like if, if if you want like if you want like my genuine and honest opinion, I I don't see I don't see us subverting from this release pattern in video games uh, anytime soon. Um, it's become just too commonplace, and uh, when it started, it I would say there there was like there was a pivotal point when this became something that was acceptable to do in the industry and it was when it was when triple games triple a games were able to do it and make it successful right mm-hmm. because no man's sky no man's sky is an independent studio they are that is not a that is not a triple a title correct that is yes. an indie game all yes. day long right all day long yeah. cd project red that's a triple a studio right they have large financial backers like we have expectations bethesda same thing large a large large triple a studio we have expectations square enix ea same thing right like so you kind of got to look at it from this lens of like our first real big success in the and like the game revival was no man's sky no man's sky kind of did the thing first yeah uh, i would say uh, Final Fantasy 14 kind of really like was like right behind it, but it took a very different approach to it. Yeah, because No Man's Sky, like th- they patched the game, right? And they kept patching the game and they kept patching the game and they kept patching the game and they're still patching the game. Yeah. And like they're and, and now it's not even fixes. It's just content rollout, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 it is now the product that they advertised it to be and then some because we've gotten so much additional since it, it reached the state in which the player base of the game was originally uh, marketed towards became happy um and then you look at something like final fantasy 14 right a realm reborn uh when and this game this game shit the bed so hard square enix said we're so fucking sorry. We're going to turn it the fuck off and just redo it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Right. Yeah, they like literally did. <laughs> like like the game, the game went ghost. Right. They're like, no, no, no. Like they're like, we understand how bad Wait, we see you. We hear you. And we're not just going to patch this around you guys playing a game where un- you're unhappy with. We're going to shut this shit the fuck down and we're going to come back when we're ready. Yep. Yep. Right. So there's been there's been some very different and interesting like re- there's been more than one way that like these games have like kind of revived but I think I think the one that's like the most interesting study to me is is Battlefront 2 Star Wars Battlefront 2. Mm, okay. Uh because that game was shitty at launch for different reasons than all of these other games were shitty at launch. Mm, mhm. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Right? So you think about you think about Final Fantasy 14, Fall 76, Cyberpunk, No Man's Sky, technical fucking disasters. Yeah. Right? From yeah. fucking top to bottom. They all just didn't do what they were supposed to do from a gameplay standpoint, right? They did not meet presentation expectations. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars Battlefront 2. The gameplay loop from the first one was perfectly intact. Everybody was at least mildly happy with it, happy with it enough that we were getting a second one. But this game was so insanely fucking monetized that they had to fucking pull, that it was so pay to win that the community was just like, fuck you. 
we're going to go play Battlefield 1 until you guys literally remove this shit. And they yeah. had to... They had to... The game has no monetization anymore. They literally had to pull an entire system from the game to appease the player base to bring people back to this game, right? So there's, like... in There's, for lack of a better phrase, there's more than one way to skin a cat, right? From from this perspective. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh, you can't, like... These games, it's a phrase. I know. I know. I know. Uh, know. Oh, fuck. Right. So, like, these games, (laughs) these games can kind of come back from all sorts of different slow deaths, right? (laughs) Technical issues, bad launches, not being able to meet, like, launch expectations. Um, They, like, shit. Fallout 76, as far as it did what they wanted it to do, they literally were just like, yeah, this is the game we want to sell you. No NPCs or nothing. And everybody was just like, are you serious? And they're like, yeah, like they genuinely thought that was a good idea when they launched because they were selling it with the perspective that it was going to be a player driven game and it just didn't work. So they had to completely redo the game's ecosystem. Right. Like I I could go on and on. Like it's all it's so interesting to me how all of these games had very different problems and like were on the brink of just being shut down like Anthem 2.0 pulled the plug. Right. Yeah, but yeah. The, but they subverted that and they all came back and now they're and I'm going to play devil's advocate just just a little bit. Right. Because. If cyberpunk didn't release the way it did. We wouldn't have the 2.0 and the Phantom Liberty that we're experiencing now. Mm. And we and we can't and we can't guarantee. Right. That if we let have just cooked one or two years that we would have gotten the same game that we, that we're happy with now. Right. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm very happy with 2.0 Me too. and I'm very yeah, happy with cyberpunk and I'm very happy with the state of the game. I'm definitely I, in the same boat as DJ. Like I will forgive. Absolutely not forget. Absolutely. Right. I, and same, uh, go ahead, DJ, go ahead. I was going to add, um, Oh, I was going to say like in response to that, I was like, you know, I, I I I'm mad. I'm upset because if they can do it, you know, if two like two exists, Phantom Liberty exists. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. Current No Man's Sky exists. Like this is things that we have. We can tangibly have. So, you know, so we know they have the ability to do it. Mm. You know, I just wish they did it then. Right. You know what I mean. Right. Right. So, like, that's why right. I meant when I'm like, you know, like, give it another. If we maybe if we gave it another year or two, like, we can't. I can't guarantee that, of course. But like, if they can, if they can make this, if it's possible, then it should be made. You know what I mean? And I agree with you. I wholeheartedly. I actually still think your point, like your original point, yeah. is super valid. But I have, I have, I do have another like point. I kind of want to. I like yeah, point out that, like, just from my he's perspective, heavy devil's advocate here. I like it. Go ahead. I am just a little bit right, just because because I like to. I. It's not. I know simple. it's not. It's not simple. I know it's not consumer uh, health. I know it's not necessarily a cons- a consumer healthy perspective. I do understand that, right? That like, if I I understand that I'm I am on occasion that gamer that is happy and I'm willing to nom 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 the shit because yeah. I know. It has the potential, right? I did yes. it with Anthem. I've done it with a couple of other games. And I'm occasionally I'm willing to die on that hill, right? Redfall, 
No, that wasn't one of those no. fucking cases. No, we tried. We tried, I, man. I wasn't willing to die on that hill. Now, do they say they have... They're still saying they're going to fix this shit, and I'll see it when I believe it, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but also... Right, like how many it took years for like lots of these games to get that redemption piece. Oh my god, CSGO, and, right? Like like Jesus right? Christ, that game took and a while. <laughs> specifically, maybe not so much so with some of these other games. Probably Final Fantasy fourteen, maybe a little more so. Uh and actually actually yeah, no, I would say this does apply for the most part. Um, is that they've had a few years to kind of cook on this, right? To be able to bring up thing. And we're, we're getting to a point where gaming technology is progressing really quickly. And sure. sure. So, so say cyberpunk launched when it did right. And in the state it did, but in that time between cyberpunk's original launch and 2.0 and Phantom Liberty releasing today, you know, now, Technology has had the opportunity to catch up with creative and artistic vision, and it's now more doable for the devs. It's now right, easier right. for them to okay. craft around their original vision because you have to like take into account like these. It, it's all everything's up here, right? Like it's 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 intellectual property, and they're crafting around. Are they're they're trying to craft an original video game IP around a tabletop around an existing tabletop RPG that has very very detailed and constringent like world details, and they have to be able to fit as much of that as humanly possible into this video game and make it make sense it feels smooth and playable etc etc right which is why like uh like the biggest case in point i would say for this argument anyways would be like the police system right mm -hmm. the police system is far more advanced now than it was in the release date of the game and the police system like there was a police system and it kind of did the thing and it made sense and like you but you weren't pursued in like that gta style but now this feels like it's elevated even above like what gta's like police system is right like these guys form roadblocks these guys use advanced tactics they have different sorts of like they will pursue you with different sorts of vehicles and use different sorts of like routes because the ai has advanced to be able to make it so they can develop that now or as say when in 2019 when the game released it maybe that was possible right maybe they didn't have that technology to sure. be able to, to advance that game right or like from the perspective of fallout 76 right like maybe it took them as long as they did to implement those npcs because like implementing those npcs in great number using the dog water freaking engine that they've used for the other fallout games and being able to design it to incorporate that plus 40 other moving player bodies at all time maybe the the technology wasn't there and that two or three years after development when that patch got released technology was finally there and they were able to combine their artistic and creative village vision with the now matching technology to be able to give us the product that we're now playing and enjoying uh i now do i think that that's like that's not a that's not a get out of jail free card right that's not necessarily yeah. an excuse Right. Because we do have other examples where like Star Wars Battlefront 2 had a horrible launch because EA was was disgusting and greedy. Yeah. They saw they saw a cash cow and there and and it killed an entire player. It, the game was so heavily monetized that people were just like, it feels disgusting to play this. And we just don't want to do it. Right. They literally drove their player base away because it it it, it fucking wasn't fun. Yeah. Right. It wasn't 
fun right and so like but these other games like no man's sky like right like at launch like it was it was a buggy disaster it didn't deliver there was weird hiccups but like you could still find fun in that experience right and so i just think it's kind of interesting right like but to answer and, and circle back to your original question with like all of this kind of taken into perspective right these industries have now like seen that they have the ability to do that and they're also looking at it from a perspective well like this gives us the breathing room to release it in x state let technology catch up while we know it's advancing to be able to do this dlc this expansion this patch in the future to be able to bring it up to our original vision which is exactly what cd project red did that's how they marketed this they were like this is closer to the original vision we wanted to present to players right but now these it's it's AAA publishers now understand wholeheartedly that there is, for the most part, a large player base that will nom 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 the shit and wait for a patch to come out. A lot of players will do it, right? You see it all the time, right? Like Halo Infinite got released in fucking chunks, dude. It didn't even release as a whole ass game. Yeah. Could yeah. you imagine? Could you imagine if Halo 3 got released that way? Everybody would have lost their fucking mind. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, by the way, they're like, yeah, they're like, here's your Halo campaign. Uh, the multiplayer's not done that, though. You have to go back to GameStop and pick up another disc in six months. That would be unacceptable. Yeah. beyond measure right but then the digital era of gaming happened yeah and now and now everything can be done ota everything can be done over the air everything can be done with time behind a screen and a team completely dark i think what's going to be more important more important in my personal opinion in the future than releasing games in a completed state because i just simply don't see that changing and it's going to have nothing to do with developers and everything to do with investors and publishers pushing for releases. What I think is going to be more important is these developers being transparent with their day one launch communication and have a motherfucking roadmap. Be honest mm. and open with your community about the what has about the state of your game. Because guess what? We've already, like, the player base has already, for the most part, decided that they're willing to be patient with you. And they're even, and that ex increases exponentially when you do it with honesty and transparency, which was CD Projekt Red's biggest mistake. Yeah. They weren't honest and they weren't transparent, right? And it hurt them. It, it, it killed their player base. That, Like DJ said, there's people that won't play this game ever again because of that initial initial experience right because first impressions make are they're lasting right yeah mm -hmm. and but now but now if you, you on the flip side you have these games that i have seen a, a perfect example is right now uh that i'm following is warhammer uh warhammer 40k dark tide um so this game got released got put out on game pass and its relaunch was so shitty, you guys, that they the Xbox version still isn't available. Hmm. Damn. It's been a year. 
Hmm. Yeah, it's been out for a while. It's been a year. And now on October 4th, it's finally going to release, right? But two months after that game launched, Fat Shark was just like, we need to stop and take a moment to apologize because we realized that we've hurt you guys as, as your as players, that we did not live up to your expectations as Warhammer fans, as fans of Fat Shark in our previous games, and we need to fix that. And then they made a detailed list and timeline, and they were just like, this is what we're going to do for you guys to show our loyalty to our player base to be able to give you guys a playable and fun game. Be- it, I I think that's what's going to be much more important in the future because I don't see the I don't see the state of launches changing. Right? There's always going to be shining examples of what video games should be, like Baldur's Gate, you know, the Spider Man, God of War, you know, Starfield, all these games that are releasing relatively bug free, smooth launches. Those shining examples, those will always remain. But I think they're just going to do it. I think they're just going to be shining examples now. Right? It's going to be the exemplarily. This is what video games are. But for like, but from your general, but from your general run of the mill AAA release, it's going to be more of the nope. We're gonna, we'll fix it with that day one patch. We're going to we'll work on it. We'll provide a roadmap for you guys. And that that community transparency and honesty is going to be more important for developers going forward than releasing their their games in a completed state because I don't see it happening regularly enough to make a difference. See, I okay. Outside, I have probably <clears throat> ten minutes to be able to kind of tie this off with a bow and uh, chime in here. I I have to push back. I have to push back on that. I okay. <laughs> the idea of my imagination in a world in which a smooth, not buggy video game experience at launch is some rare gift from the gods above and we should be appreciative of this game being the way that it should be it like like that that is that is brain melting to me and uh, and i know i know like you're you're gonna agree with me here you're gonna agree with me here it's it's just it's fucking insane because like here here's the deal right there's a really really good chance that you're right there's a really, really good fucking chance. That's exactly the direction that we're going to go. There's a couple things here is one. It is our responsibility to make sure that we're vocalizing how fucking stupid that is. All the time, all the time. Like we have to be vocal about voting with our wallet, communicating with the with the developers. And we feel that they're kind of fucking up on things. Right. And I don't mean directly. Don't go fucking tarnishing yeah, developers twitters and shit like don't, don't be, be fucking harassing about people. it but like we but we especially us as critics right you guys as gamers you guys as 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 people at home that enjoy this art form we should be vocal to an extent about whether or not we feel developers are fucking up because it's like like and, and not even just developers i'm being very very brash about that but publishing companies studios generally speaking the whole plethora the whole fucking Engine games designers. industry. Like when when every when when we get to a point when we are accepting mediocrity, and I mean mediocrity very 
brazenly too broadly right yeah, extremely broad when we start getting to a position where we have to just accept mediocrity from the 70 dollars price point that we're now paying for video games and 500 price points that we're paying for consoles to play on these video games right like there's an expectation to be had and it is mm-hmm. not what we got from cyberpunk mm-hmm. originally it is not absolutely what not. we got from no man's sky on day one because i bought no man's sky on day one and the me too massive massive disappointment on in my heart when i realized it was just minecraft in space fucked me up real bad because that was my first yep. big real deep dive into being disappointed by a game's video game release like mm-hmm. release night i played this fucking game and that was probably mm-hmm. the most disheartened i've ever been um yeah 100 agree we can't accept that now that's our responsibility it is the games industry responsibility to not accept it to not allow themselves to lower themselves for any reason whatsoever like if your game comes out and you run into some problems that you're like, fuck, we couldn't have foreseen that, right? Server issues. That's something you can't really know until you jump in, you do release, and realize that your servers are fucking overloaded. There's nothing you can fucking do about that besides beta testing like fucking crazy. And unfortunately, a lot of studios can't afford to beta test. They can't. They just can't. And that's reasonable. Oh, yeah. So when you go into release day and your servers don't work, Cool. Like, I get it. It's frustrating as a gamer. We want to play it. We paid the money for it. We want to play it now. That's an issue that we need to discuss as consumers. Like, that. that's a whole other conversation for a whole other Gallows headlining segment. Uh, but <laughs> in this case, like, in terms of games being incomplete, looking s- fucking awful, not having content present, being paid to win like fucking crazy. Like there's many, many fucking examples, just not being the game that we're paying for. Right. It's like DJ gave the example of some episodes ago of like a dinner at a restaurant. You go to a restaurant and when I pay my fucking money to eat your food, I expect the whole fucking meal. Okay, I don't expect it to be perfect, but I do expect me to ask for a bean burrito with a side of rice and get my fucking rice with it. Right. Like, that's what I expect. Okay, at the fucking bare minimum, that's what I expect. I don't always expect you to have the hot sauce with it. For sour cream and five ninety nine for cheese and five. Right. Don't fucking do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. It's just like. To me, it, it it feels like we we are kind of giving a little bit more leniency here than like they than these studios and companies honestly fucking deserve because it's our fucking fault <laughs> wholeheartedly that they're able to get away with this time and time again. And if if our, if our directive here is is leading into a future in which we're paying eighty dollars. For a fucking oh, game. Hell. Low fucking lord when that happens. People are already fucking gaming around 70 fucking dollars. As if we Sorry, weren't paying. 70, man. As if we weren't paying $50 for a brand new game 20 years ago. It happens every fucking decade. It's nothing goddamn new, guys. Uh, anyways, 
the the point being that we have a responsibility of fucking creating a boundary here that says, listen, we love you guys. We love your art. We love your games. We want you to be successful. We want you to win because when you win, we win. And when we win, you fucking win. Right. So please, can we meet somewhere in the middle here that says just finish your fucking game? I can wait two more years to experience your game for the first fucking time. Okay. Like, you, you know, like, like, like those, those like, like relationship situations when you're like right person, wrong time, that sort of fucking thing, which I don't necessarily fucking believe. Right. But like, it, yeah. like you, you just, you have that like moment you realize, Oh, like we're great together, but maybe if it was eight years ago, we probably wouldn't have been because we're such dramatically different people now, fundamentally different people now. Right. Just, fucking wait just fucking wait you know what i mean like just like it took cyberpunk three years three years okay to roll 2.0 out and i i can't speak for you fucking guys but i can certainly say that i would have happily waited three more years to get this amazing fucking experience that i just experienced the other night because this was fucking rad. It was rad enough that it completely derailed me from Starfield. Completely derailed me Absolutely. from Starfield. I said, fuck Starfield. I got cyberpunk now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like, I, like, that's how good of an experience this is. And imagine if they would have just done that on fucking day one. You know what I mean? Just imagine if they did it on D1. Like, and then the server things, like Drac is talking about, now I have to push back on the server thing. The truth is you can overbuild and optimize the servers way ahead of time. That's a fair fucking point because me and Garrett can give you a perfect example. We loaded up an end, great Evil indie Dead. game, the Evil Dead game, and had the cleanest multiplayer fucking experience we've I ever had in our lives. I've, nope. I've, I came back to that fucking game months later and didn't have a single matchmaking problem. Not And then we played Ghostbusters thing. and we couldn't get it running at all. And it was cross-play. So fuck you. That's not an excuse for shitty servers and matchmaking. Thank you fucking evil dead developers give everybody else the goddamn tips i just don't want us to sit here and fucking forgive this because it's no. like 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 i like i and i don't mean like the game i don't mean like cyber i don't mean the cd project red i'm saying this, like this just generally speaking thing. we have to fucking be willing to say something man garrick so i agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying mm. the problem is dude is like nobody is willing to do like the right thing the right way when it comes to this particular topic i have seen one of two things everybody is the complacent like it's fine i love you guys i trust you you'll fix it or like i'm going to come to your house and like kill your family because i purchased this game right. and you're just like what the fuck like you guys can't find there's a lot of middle ground in between those fucking two things a lot of things there's a lot of things you can do and, like, like literally it seems so often at least especially like from a from the outside looking in lately because i i'm not super vocal about those kinds of things uh, like on like my social sure. media platforms sure, sure like but there's it i feel like that's where it's the most loud is social media and like it's the opposing diametrics on like continued development versus like 
oh, like release it in a like completed state is so heinously freaking toxic that like we're literally like everybody's losing because we can't do what you just suggested and be like, hey, professionally, we love you guys. But also, what the fuck did you just make me eat? Yeah. Right. I mean, like, like, like listen, right? if, if 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 I fuck up with my partner, I expect my partner to vocalize to me that I fucked up. Doesn't have to be right, you still love them or fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Like there's no love loss there. It's 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 just a matter of like in order for anything to get fixed, you have to vocalize the problem. You have to be able to admit that there's a fucking issue here. You fucked up. Okay? You fucked up. It's okay to yes. fuck up, but you fucked up. And in order for anything to be better going forward, you have to acknowledge the fact that you fucked up. And we're going to do this together. We're going to work on this together here, okay? You fucked up. I forgive you. Now let's do better next time in the future, right? Let's not do the same thing and then gaslight me <laughs> into thinking like, this is fine. This is acceptable. I will totally pay $70 for a game that I'm only going to play three times in five years. Like, like what the fuck are, are we thinking that it's acceptable for us to pay a down payment on a game that we're going to play for 40 hours over the course of a 10 year window? How is that okay to us? Imagine paying for a fucking car and it's not a good car. It will be though. <laughs> right like, dude oh dude and that doesn't even like factor in the whole pre-order conversation around shit oh, like this Jesus right Christ, which is that's Jesus like Christ. that's its own fucking yeah, the pre-order conversation that's, that's, is again, its own conversation other podcast episode for that one but. but right but like you could you could easily like you could we could have a conversation of like around pre-orders and shit like this right like come on like you're taking other people's money in advance and not fucking delivering on what you guys are like that's mm. Mm, mm. right mm. but i digress yeah fair enough man hey i just want games to do better you know i'm sure you guys agree Amen. i just want games to fucking do better man Amen. i just want this industry to fucking do better and that's and that's all we can you know truly 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 ever hopefully fucking wish for but you know what is just as good as the industry doing better our schedule for next <laughs> the rest of this week. Uh, so we have um, Thursday. We're hitting you guys with another shipwreck show. Um, and if you guys are following us um, or it, excuse me, in our discord and also subscribe to us on Twitch, uh, you can write in your question to the show in our shipwreck submissions channel in our discord and uh, ask us anything that you want. And we will give you the best, worst answer we can possibly think of to answer live mm -hmm. on the Shipwreck Show in order for you to be a part of the content as well. Uh, give us a question. We pick the ones that we think will make the best content, and we answer them terribly. It's going to be a good time. Come and hang out with us. And then Friday, we have another GK Plays, a.k.a. Splash Damage, our gameplay streams for the week, uh, where DJ and Garrick are playing Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. That's right. Give me a banger. DJ is going to be coming be in here hot and Garrick is going to be sitting ringside with our boy to make sure everything goes by smoothly and watching as we uh, sort of see Daddy Idris. Daddy Idris just out I'm so here. Excited. It's gonna He's be so dope. sick. He's so I, sick. I, he's fucking sick in everything he fucking does. That's going to be 7 yeah. p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Friday. And then this Saturday, we have another good cracking podcast where we are going to be doing the creator 
review. That is the new hit sci-fi action movie that is coming out. Um, and it is going to be dope. I'm excited for that. I'm really excited to talk about that. Movie. I really hope that's good. Like, I'm very curious to see like what your guys's review on it's going to be. Cause mm. I'm like, I want to see it. I'm definitely interested, but I'm like, yeah, on it. Mm. So, mm. Mm. well, you will find out on Saturday, my friend <laughs> at 12 PM Pacific time, 3 PM Eastern time over here at twitch.tv so that's a good cracking show for you guys guys please let us know your thoughts and feelings on video games coming back doing comebacks um for their initial terrible launches uh, all things considered uh please let us know if uh, if you're feeling pretty good about cyberpunk if you're enjoying the new cyberpunk 2.0 update uh let us know on twitter let us know on our discord we want to hear from you guys in the meantime though this has been the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash Show. If you enjoy the show, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics, get exclusive content, and soon have early access to episodes before the live of podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Yarg. Yarg. You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We have to get going, everybody. But until next time, my friends, holy fuck, Cyberpunk. 2.0 man <laughs> my light turned off honestly. yeah it did i saw that i was, I was, I was like oh fuck dj's dying dude he's dying tonight dj's dead. yeah i thought my pc was to turn off i was like no way oh my god dj just goes black his lights turn off goes yeah. black comes back he's dead this is him hanging from yeah. Yeah. Yep. i'm a ghost Ooh. Ooh, the ghost of dj pass bye guys <laughs>